Everyone, remain calm. Yeah. Ooh. Ah. That's how it always starts. And later, there's running and screaming. World. You're listening to the Jurassic Park Podcast. You want to consult here or in my bungalow? <laughs> Hold on to your butt. Well, we're back. Hello. And welcome to the 15th episode of the Jurassic Park Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Jost, and we're here to discuss all things Jurassic Park. In this episode, like always, we have some news for you. Also, a behind-the-scenes audio clip to listen to. And Dan Karan listens to my rant about the shared universe and canon of the Jurassic Park franchise. So after a Labor Day weekend here in the States... Let's kick this off with a bit of Jurassic news from around the world. Eighteen minutes and your company catches up on ten years of research. Access rate program. Access new security. These pictures were taken in hospital in Costa Rica 48 hours ago. I don't want to jump to any conclusions, but look. Boy, my head being right all the time. It's day. I guarantee it. In an article found on the International Business Times website, they make mention of the possibility of the old gang joining with the new. That's right. The article points out that there has been tons of speculation of Grant, Sattler, and Malcolm joining Claire and Owen in the sequel to Jurassic World. Let that sink in for a few. Except I noticed one thing. The article literally has no sources, and even worse, no proof that they may be returning. This story has been floating around the internet for the past week, and I thought it would be good to clear the air a bit and point out that the article has absolutely no substance to it. So don't get your hopes up just yet. No word has been said either way. So while there is nothing to report right now, that doesn't mean that there won't be anything to report in the future. Forbes.com has a great article on why we can't clone dinosaurs just yet. They mention how no one has even come close to synthesizing a multicellular creature like a dinosaur or a chicken or a frog or a human. Animals may be cloned from DNA in our time, but for dinosaurs, it just isn't possible just yet. The main argument being that there is no dinosaur DNA left on the planet due to the massive gap of time between us and them. Other creatures closer to our era give us a better possibility, pointing towards Neanderthal and and mammoths with decent amount of DNA recovered from their bones. The uh, article has a ton to learn from, so go check out the link in the show notes to find out more. A tweet from Variety reporter Justin Kroll has a bit of news on the film Ready Player One, which is the novel that's being adapted by director Steven Spielberg and is slated to hit the screen in 2017. Aside from having Steven involved, Jurassic World's Nick Robinson may also be sought after for the lead role of Wade. So I guess since Steven produced Jurassic World, he got a good glimpse at Robinson's work and liked him for Ready Player One. I can totally see Nick taking over this role, so I hope he gets the gig. Good luck, Nick. The Hollywood Reporter pointed out earlier this week that that guy we were just talking about, you know, the uh, director of the first Jurassic films and the ongoing producer of the series, Steven Spielberg, yeah, he's set to break DreamWorks free from Disney and head over to Universal. They're citing the massive success of Jurassic World 
which he didn't even direct, as being key to Universal maintaining a great working relationship with Steven and his company. It makes sense for all parties involved, so why don't you go over and take a look at the rest of the article in the show notes. Screamscape.com has recently reported a few updates to the Jurassic Park coaster that is currently being built out in uh, Universal Studios Japan. It looks like the coaster is getting a bit taller and already has a nice inline twist. Check out the images within the link in the show notes. The Edinburgh Fringe Festival was recently delighted with a retelling of Jurassic Park by the ensemble Superbolt Theatre. It has been called hilarious, poignant, brilliant, and inventive. Wow247.co.uk has a story on how this company came to make Jurassic Park into the popular play people are starting to love. On a side note, apparently Sam Neill came out to view the play in person. Take a look at the link in the show notes to read all about how they created it. In our last note for this week's news, Jurassic World has topped $1 billion at the international box office, making it one of four films to ever do so. It's been out for over 12 weeks now, and it's still breaking records. Congrats to Universal on the massive success this past summer due to Jurassic World and, well, most of its releases. It's been an impressive $6 billion year so far by the studio. Congrats. In the audio clip this week, we have another one of the released behind-the-scenes featurettes from Jurassic World. Steven Spielberg and Colin Trevorrow take it back to Jurassic Park and discuss their start in the world. Take a listen to this short clip. We were working on ER, which I was going to direct as a feature film that Michael Crichton had written about his own experiences in medicine when he was an intern. And I asked him one day what he was doing next, what kind of book was he writing and he said all I can tell you because all my books are secret this book is about dinosaurs and DNA and it changed my life because I immediately lost interest in ER as a movie and started pumping him for news about what this was all about and that was the beginning of evolving Jurassic Park into a film it was the first time I remember openly defying my parents uh, I, I was about 15 years old, maybe 16, and I was grounded from seeing movies for several weeks. And a friend of mine worked at the movie theater and told me, you know, we're going to screen Jurassic Park at midnight with just the theater employees, if you can get here. Uh, so I snuck out of the house, and I don't encourage other young people to do it, but uh, it was a very indelible memory, and it's one of the most thrilling films ever made. But I didn't just want to infuse the spirit of Jurassic Park into this movie. It was the feeling that I had watching a lot of Stevens movies and the other Amblin movies as a young kid. Ready and action! This movie is more about bringing back the feeling that all of those movies gave me. And it's not something that you can define necessarily, and it's not something you can manufacture. It's about infusing it with a soul. It just makes you feel like you want to be on that adventure with those characters. You can find the link to the video in the show notes. Let's open up the doors to the Visitor Center, where Dan Karan joins me to discuss the shared universe and canon of the Jurassic Park franchise. 
All right, so this week I brought back regular contributor Dan Karan uh, to listen to me rant about the universe of the Jurassic films um, and exactly where do we stand in terms of canon, non-canon, as well as um, whether or not this is a contained universe of Jurassic Park, sort of like uh, what we have with Marvel's Avengers characters, um, what they're doing now with the Star Wars franchise, you know, and other franchises like X-Men or, or even the superman batman universe they have going now all those universes are shared and um i think that's what we have here with the uh with the jurassic park franchise so um so dan how's it going hey not too bad brad how you doing i'm all right so you think uh you think you can handle canon discussion stuff that really matters pertaining to jurassic park brad i am i am 100 percent ready to to, to listen to you rant let's go (laughs) all right well Essentially, I wanted to start off by uh, talking about the comment that um, Colin Trevorrow made a few... Actually, no, it wasn't a few weeks back. Uh, A lot of people assume it was a few weeks back because that's when uh, the article kind of went viral. But before Jurassic World came out, um, he he discussed with, um, I think it was Wired, um, that he he made mention that... uh, Actually, I'll just read the quote here. He says... And Dr. Wu says in the film, when he's warning Dr. Ms., uh, Dr., it's not Dr., Mizrani, uh, we're not always going to be the ones who can make dinosaurs. I think that's an interesting idea, even when we don't fully explore it in this film. There is room for this universe to expand. Uh, I shouldn't use the word universe because people will think we're making Jurassic World universe. We're not. End quote. So um, I think people are kind of... Uh, misconstruing his his um, intentions with the words Jurassic World Universe. Um, I think a lot of people are, are assuming the word universe means the the canon and the um, the world that they're building like they are with the Avengers and Star Wars. Uh, but I think in this sense, he actually is just really pertaining to taking dinosaurs into space. And uh, I know that sounds ridiculous. I think he just didn't want to give people that impression that Hey, next, you know, we got Jurassic... Well, we had Jurassic World. Now, next, we're going to do Jurassic Universe. So, I think people are kind of um, just just looking at that quote wrong. So, um, I just kind of wanted to hopefully settle the score. And, um, I mean, hopefully I'm right. I really don't I really don't want them to go to space. I don't know about you, but uh, I don't want to see them in space. But I do want a shared universe with the characters from the old films the characters from the new films, and I would love to see them all combine, uh, sort of like they're doing with the Fast and Furious franchise. I would love to see uh, that type of scenario, where all these characters come together to solve some sort of problem, and uh, I hope we see it as soon as the uh, the next film here. Yeah, I don't, I don't really know, Brad. I feel like um, you know there there is a chance for them for them to bring all the characters back together. Um, I, I really hope he's not talking about bringing dinosaurs to uh, to space, but. You know, um, I think it would be interesting to, to, to see some of the older characters with uh, a lot of the new ones that have been introduced um, so far, and and kind of kind of get them interacting with each other. That'd be that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, and I think one of the things that um, uh, people are missing is um, the fact that we actually have a shared universe already. And I don't know why people would miss this or, or not, you know, understand this, but. It's plain and simple. This, um, these articles that have actually spewed out since then have been all commenting saying that there's not going to be a shared universe. There's not going to be a continuation or anything like that. But I think these few facts are right here in front of us that it is a shared universe. Um, 
We have B.D. Wong back as Henry Wu. Obviously, he was in the first film. Um, Ian Malcolm makes a few appearances on on the covers of books. Um, Hammond is obviously a major figure in the history of the park. You know, they make mention of make mention of him a few times, and they they obviously have the statue there in, in the the visitor center. Um, and the original Rex is back, obviously, and 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 kicking. You know, she's a uh, king of the park again. Um, and Ty Simpkins and Nick Robinson uh, together, the brothers there, they fix and drive the old Jeep from the old park. Um, and lastly, we actually get a glimpse of the old visitor center. So all, out of all those things I just mentioned, that right there describes to me that we have a shared universe. That all these new characters we just met and this new storyline we have are intertwining you know, to create a shared universe. So... Um, I think we'll have spin-offs of, you know, maybe not separate movies, but spin-offs of these characters and these storylines all maybe coming together to, you know, create something or, or to fix something or to, you know, stop some other company from ruining the world with all these dinosaurs, you know. I think it's all going to connect, and uh, I do think we have a shared universe, and I think that uh, everybody's kind of getting it a little wrong here. Um well, I, I think we do have, you know, a shared universe in that sense yeah. because, you know, these are obviously <clears throat> taking place, you know, on the same island and, and um, you know, the, the sister island as well. So, I mean, I think that, you know, may, maybe it doesn't necessarily mean that characters are intertwining, but, you know, we, we obviously have a timeline that's, that th- these things are happening all at different times. And, and I think that maybe what he's getting toward is... You know, we're not going to see all of these characters come back together and make like a super movie. You know, <laughs> you don't think so? I, I mean, I, that's maybe what what he could be alluding to. I, I, I don't. I mean, I think you know we kind of understand what you know. Grant made it back in, in the third movie, and and Ian in the second, and um, for them to to you know make another appearance, maybe maybe their time is done, which you know I'm not necessarily rooting for, but. Um, you know, maybe maybe this is kind of just like a continuation of the franchise, and uh, it's just going to continue moving in in its own direction. And we obviously yeah. know that Chris Pratt is back, and um, you know, we're going to have returning characters over time, but um, and Bryce Dallas Howard. But I don't necessarily know if um, that means that that you know we're going to have like a a reunion. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, it doesn't necessarily mean that all these characters have to come back. I think, um, I think, particularly just pertaining to this this article that came out, um, I I think he's not dispelling that things like this could happen, or you know, maybe not uh, you know a meetup of any sort, but more continuation of things like Malcolm on the back of a book, or you know, maybe maybe there's a Grant book next time around, or, or you know, something like that, you know. I think the the characters will live on and kind of intertwine, whether they're on screen or just you know on an object in the background. And yeah, I, I think, think yeah, go ahead. Sorry, I was going to say yeah. I think that they're definitely going to have you know be a part of the history um, to to some extent throughout the franchise, just because that's you know those are like the building blocks of yeah you know all all of these movies thus far. So yeah, you can't you can't possibly forget that all those things happen and then make a Jurassic World movie that's, you know, based off of everything that already happened. You can't, you can't just forget all those, those actions that occurred. And, um, 
I think um, what we need to realize is that this film is not a, a reboot. You know, it's a continuation of the previous three films. You know, um, since we see Malcolm's book a few times, that actually means he's a relevant character in the universe. You know, this is um, 22 years after the first film, after the first uh, storyline from this from this world. And obviously he's written books since then, and that means he's still relevant 22 years later. You know, his, his character in that world, still publishing books, he's still driven by, you know, chaos theory and, and his experiences on the island. And people are obviously still interested. Um, and I think, I think uh, obviously there's others, you know, in the new park, uh, Lowry and... and uh, uh, Claire obviously mentioned it a few times. They mentioned the the incidents that occurred on the old island. Obviously, he was he was wearing the uh, the old design on his shirt, so they all know what happened, and I think they all know, you know, the the other characters. And I think, I mean, I'm gonna say we'll see them again. And um, I don't know; it's not really proof, but um, this past week, uh, which I made mention of in the news before. I don't. It was just some random article. Actually, says that is it or that it's possible that the the old cast could come back. But I mean, if you go through the article, there's actually no, um, there's no source or there's no reliability behind the article saying that uh, we'll see Ian and Alan and Ellie back. But um, I mean, mm-hmm. who knows? Maybe it came from somewhere with with a legitimate source. I don't know, but. Um, it's quite possible. I mean, I think that would definitely be cool. Um, uh, you know, I, I, th- I think it would be nice to to kind of you know get get everyone back together um, for that type of thing. But um, I don't I don't necessarily know where they would take that. You know, how much no. uh, of an active uh, role are all these characters going to have on the you know third time experiencing <laughs> yeah. this island? Yeah, yeah, I've probably said it before, but how many times can you get back to that island? You know. But I, I don't know. Like I've said before, I don't necessarily think it's going to just partake on the islands. I think it, it's going to move back to mainland. So who knows? Maybe there's a chance we'll see these guys. And um, I mean, I'd be excited for it. But um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but one factor we may have to look into real quick is that this is a film from Universal. Um and I don't know if you follow them, but uh, probably some of the listeners do. Uh, the Fast and Furious franchise um, it did essentially what we're talking about. You know, they had uh, a movie with a few characters. Then they had a second movie with some old, some new characters. Um, they had a third movie with completely different characters. Uh, fourth movie kind of returned back to those original characters. And then from five, six, and seven, they kind of had a mashup of all those characters combined. And... Fast and Furious is a universal film. So uh, this past year, obviously, Jurassic World made a ton of money. Fast and Furious 7 made a ton of money. So I think they might... I mean, I think there's a decent chance they could blend that that genre, you know, and, and create, you know, another tag team scenario. Um, so I think it's very possible. I mean, I think uh, I think this shared universe is is a real thing. And I think that just this article kind of uh, led people in the wrong direction. So I'd love to get him to, uh, Colin, to, uh, you know, set the record straight someday. Now, we've gotten the shared universe out of the way. Um, as far as canon goes, um, 
which I don't know if everybody knows, but canon is basically looking at all the storylines, whether it's, um, you know, a film, a TV show, uh, a comic, a book, and, you know, that that is all one storyline, one cohesive world. So as far as Jurassic Park's, you know, the franchise, uh, the canon, I think, is, is very confined to just just the films. You know, we have two books, and we have four films. Um, there are a few comics here and there, but I don't believe those are considered canon. Uh, there's also a few... Uh, video games. I'm not sure that we'll consider them canon either. Um, I think the closest you may be able to get is the the Telltale game that that came out a few years ago. Um, I'm not. I do not believe that is canon, but it's very it's very close. I mean, if you wanted to, you could kind of think of it as your own your own head canon, which is like you know you kind of just believe that in your head that that's part of the storyline, which you very well could, I think. But um. Um, you can kind of pick and choose what you want in this in this scenario, you know, because there are um, there's not a, really a ton of things to look towards. You know, Star Wars has so much stuff uh, to kind of gather and uh, combine into one cohesive storyline. But Jurassic Park only has four films essentially, so I think when it comes to canon, that's all we really should be looking at. Um, hopefully, in the future, we get something like uh, comics. I mean. We just recently heard about the um, the cartoon show that they uh, they almost put out, you know, back after the original film. Um, so that, I mean, who knows? That could have been considered canon, continuing the storyline of the the original characters. But so far, we don't have anything like that. We don't have any current comics. Um, so we don't have any more books. I think I think we really just need to look towards the films and. Actually, yeah, another another point um, I wanted to, to touch on was that a lot of people have been saying that, you know, I think, I forget I forget now at this point where it actually came from. Maybe it was something Colin originally said or somebody else, that they're not continuing the storylines from uh, the, the, the Lost World and Jurassic Park 3, that they're essentially erasing those. And I think that was another misconstrued uh, comment. And uh, they're essentially, yeah, it was based off the comment that they are continuing the storyline from the original film. Um, I don't know if you remember that, but they that was like, that was a while back that they mentioned that. Um, so all so, of this in-gen stuff is, is kind of like uh, history, or, or really not even history. It's, it's just that never kind of happened in the future movies. Is that where we're going? Um, what, in, in two and three? Yeah. No, you know, I think that's one of the things is people are are assuming again because somebody made a random comment that those two films, number two and number three, are erased, but they're not. They're not erased. They just chose to not um, not touch on those films for Jurassic World. You know, there was no sense in I doing see. it. They didn't need to go back to what happened on Sorna, you know, in those two movies because it was a completely different island. You know, those two films are still canon. You can still rely on those storylines. Like, it, if if in Jurassic World two or Jurassic Park five, whichever one you want to look at it as, if they go up to Malcolm and say, you know, what happened on uh, on Sorna, he's gonna remember. He's not gonna be like, oh, that that, that never happened. You know? He's... Yeah. No, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So all those all those storylines that we know and love from all th- uh, four films now, they all happened. They're all canon. They're all part of this this shared universe. So essentially, uh, that's all I really wanted was kind of for you to just 
chime in and, and, and help me work through this because I, uh, I just wanted to, to see if I was wrong. You know, if I think that, uh, you know, he really means, you know, maybe he did really mean that there's not going to be a shared universe. But I think he really just essentially meant that, like, literally, we're not going in the space with dinosaurs. I want you all to be comforted in that fact that we're not going to space. <laughs> Sounds ridiculous, well, <laughs> but I think that's what he was going for. Yeah, I sure hope we're not going to dinosaur, going to space with dinosaurs. But, um, you know, I, I, I think it's, it's almost like understood that, um, you know, that we, we are in this shared universe. I mean, I, I kept thinking, you know, even through this film, um, you know, I was like, oh, man, like, I wonder if the second island is somehow going to be, you know, even, you know, have some type of an appearance um, in, in Jurassic World, you know. So, yeah. I mean, I, I think, you know, it, it's, it's kind of, you know, implied that all of this is, you know, everything that's happened thus far is very real to the entire franchise. And I think, you know, in the future, um, you know, I, I think there's a, a pretty good chance that they can, you know, start to incorporate a lot of different aspects from, from what we've seen already. But um, hopefully that doesn't include, uh, you know, taking, taking dinosaurs to space. <laughs> yeah, I hope not. So uh, I want to thank you for joining me again today. Um, I'm sure we'll have you back soon. So uh, I, thanks for, for letting me rant. I know it was uh, probably tough to listen to. So. <laughs> yeah, well, I heard all of it. Thanks. <laughs> See you later. Thanks for listening to the 15th episode of the Jurassic Park Podcast. I want to thank Dan Karan for joining me or more so listening to me rant about the shared universe. If you want to find us, we are basically all over the internet now. Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, and Flickr. You can also listen to us via iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Podomatic, and YouTube. We're usually spotted commenting on the Jurassic Park subreddit as Jurassic Park Podcast. All of our links and web presence are in the show notes. Now, I know I ask you every week, but if you haven't already, please do us a huge favor by giving us a five-star review on iTunes. It will seriously help us build our rankings and make it so much easier for fans like you to find us. And if you want to get a hold of us, you can tweet us. Of course, it's at Jurassic Park Pod, or you can email us with any news, MP3s, segment ideas, pictures, top tens, or comments to Jurassic Park Pod at gmail.com. If you would like to record something for the show, you can send it in to us, and we'll feature it on an upcoming episode. If you don't have a way to record, you can give our voicemail a call and leave us a message. The number is 732-825-7763. Thanks for listening, and enjoy. Five minutes. Drop what you're doing and leave now.